Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! It's a Big Sky High School reunion. We actually didn't go to high school together. We got a couple ex-Big Sky Eagles in the house, including yours truly. What's up, everybody? Happy Thursday. Hope you're having a phenomenal week. It's crazy busy around here, but that's a good thing. High school football returns tonight. Openers across the state at the AA, A, and B levels. So we'll get into uh, some of the games. We'll hear from some of the coaches. Bryce Carver, the head coach of the Hamilton High School uh, football team, the defending Class A state champions. He'll join us uh, here in just a little while. We also have the illustrious return of our great friend Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports, and uh, you already know what she's going to be talking about, the new Manti Teo documentary. It's uh, it's quite a deal there on Netflix, but she has some good insight on that. We're also going to hear from Ian Laird. He's the play-by-play voice for the Bozeman Gallatin High School uh, all sports, but specifically football. So we'll talk some high school football with him as well in the Gallatin Valley as Bozeman Galton on their way to Missoula to play those Big Sky Eagles here on Friday. Uh, but of course, we'll get things kicked off with the latest edition of Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops. It's our Where Are They Now series throughout this summer. Chris Redpath, our co-host in studio with us. And this week, we'll, we're joined by a former Big Sky Conference MVP. That seems to be a common theme in this month's or this uh, this summer's series. Anne Lake Roush in studio with us. She's a Big Sky alum, a University of Montana legend, and uh, very happy to have her in studio with us. So there you go. That's your show outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. The Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have in Western Montana. Give Brent and his team a call today. Appreciate you tuning in. If you're listening on the radio, 
or watching on TV, or if you have the new ESPN Montana app, all great ways to listen to this show. You can also stream it in the traditional fashion by going to our station website, 1029ESPN.com. And if you want to be a part of the show, anytime, call us or text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029, and all guests will join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Remember that number because about 445, we have an opportunity for you to win a free six-pack of beer and a sandwich from Warden's Market. So stay tuned for that six-pack and a Sammy like we do the first hour of each uh, Thursday's show. What's up, ladies? How are we doing? Hi, Ann. Thank you so much for coming in. You're welcome. It's my pleasure to be in. It's funny because um, I'm from Missoula. I lived outside of Missoula for like 11 years, and I've been back here for the last couple years. But I've gotten to know a lot of great Grizz athletes from the 90s and early 2000s in the capacity of parents first. And it's funny because your son, TJ, has been on this show a couple times, like when he first committed to the Grizz, when he's doing great things at Sentinel. Uh, so I thought of you as uh, TJ's mom before Ann Lake, the great basketball player. And then I put two and two, two together. And I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, she played for Lady Grizz well, as well. that shows your age. Well, right, it shows all of our age, right? But that's okay. Uh, so let's start there. What's What's been going on? Obviously, a uh, busy life with a bunch of kiddos playing sports. So just give people an update. What's going on with Ann Lake these days? Just working and following. I've got Trevor, who's a senior at Sentinel. Right. Who will be uh, going for their, hopefully their third state AA title for football. And then um, TJ's just wrapping up fall camp at the Grizzlies. And that always seems to be a great day when fall camp is over. Especially if you're doing fall camp for Bobby Houck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy for sure. Uh, well, very cool. Are you going to go to Billings? Uh, oh, I am. Headed off tomorrow morning. Well, very cool. So, Missoula Sentinel, Billings West, they open up the season again. This has been sort of crazy the way that this has bookended. State championship in 2020. They opened last season against each other here in Missoula. Closed last season again here in Missoula. And now the rubber-rubber match, I guess, uh, in Billings. So, it should be a fun one over there. It should be. Uh, you know, Billings West is always going to be a good team. I think they had to reload quite a few players. I think they lost over 20 seniors last year. We've lost, you know, some seniors. Uh, we do have some that played uh, both ways of the ball that started last year that we have a little bit of experience. So I think I think it's going to be a great game. Is it? What's it like being a, a sports mom when you are such a competitive athlete yourself? I know Krista goes through this as well. It's uh, It's not the easiest thing in the world, right? I actually like being a football mom. Right, totally. Because I don't know much about football. Sure. So I'm like, yay, yay, look exactly, at it. Exactly, I feel the same way. TJ caught the ball. Yay. And then my husband will go, he ran the wrong route. I'm like, God. Versus when I watch him basketball, I'm like, get in there, block out. <laughs> you know, and so I just know too much about basketball. So I'm very much more critical with them on the hoop side of it than I am on the football. So it's actually pretty fun to watch him play football. Well, you're lucky too, though, because your kids both, they get to touch the ball a lot. So it's easier to follow from the stands, right? Like my mother... She didn't know what the hell a center did. Like my bro, my brother, he got to you know carry the ball and throw the ball and all that stuff, but not for me. And so she was always like, "Well, what do you do during the games?" I'm like, "I don't know, mom. We're just in the middle of everybody." She's like, "I can never see you." <laughs> I think you're gonna have to live the the lineman mom life, though. I think that well, you're old... tight end, so okay, we'll see. So kinda, but kinda he's in gonna between. be on special teams for varsity tomorrow, so I'm a little bit like nervous right now, just how that's gonna go. I'm like head on a swivel, is what Scott Guernsey told me today. Make sure you tell him that. I'm like, just make sure you watch out, you know, what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. Uh, so for those following along at home, uh, Missoula Sentinel at Billings West tomorrow. 
Missoula Big Sky at home against Bozeman Gallatin, and then Missoula Hellgate on the road at Great Falls CMR. And Crystal's son, only a freshman, so that's pretty cool that he's going to get to suit up for the varsity already. Well, Hellgate, you know, we're, we're getting the program back under for Ryan sure. Nelson, but numbers have always been an issue. So I'm really proud of Evan. He's put in a lot of time, and he's a big kid, 200 pounds, 6'2". So I, I feel like he's big enough to be in there. Um, but it is a little nerve-wracking. He's 14. <laughs> so I have to remember that when I look at him playing against, like, a Trevor that might be just a little bit older. But it's great for him, and they love football. We have football boys, and so it's great for them to, yeah. to get this he still outweighs Trevor by about 30 pounds anyway, <laughs> so don't worry. <laughs> well, uh, first and foremost, you, you mentioned uh, the Guernseys, and I know that the, the Montana way has been so great uh, with providing us with some clothing. So thanks to Kelsey uh, for designing all this and making all of it uh, so nice, and uh, to the Guernseys for providing this uh, clothing. I got my T-shirt on. We got my hat up here. And uh, you have a nice sweatshirt today, too. I, I haven't seen that nice one yet. That's pretty yes. cool. I mean, lots of apparels and gifts, T-shirts, sweatshirts, headwear, drinkware. Just make sure you visit themontanaway.com. Anna and I have a couple of koozies here. We can show those off on TV. Got a kombucha and a Gatorade. Um, keeping it real um, healthy in the <laughs> studio today. Um, but again, Montana Way, great for us and good good Montana gear that I for feel sure. you can really be active in, um, comfortable sweatshirts and t-shirts. Well, thanks to the Montana Way for providing this gear. And uh, I wore it last week to my uh, poker game at Stockman Bank and they all the guys down there were very interested in seeing the, the new stuff. So uh, definitely go check them out online. It's around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. Chris Redpath, our co-host throughout this uh, special summer series. We're doing a Where Are They Now? Giving you some updates on some of the best of the best to play in the Big Sky Conference. And this week, it's brought to you by Farm 406. The Farm 406 team brings to the Montana, the elevated green scene, a passion for creating an environment of family and friends. And as they've done in their restaurant ownership, owners John and Colleen Powers, who are lifelong Montanans, continue to use sustainable, quality, local ingredients to provide a clean, safe, and memorable experience. At Farm 406, they offer an amazing selection of clean green products for you to get more out of life. In the 406, we have an underlying belief in the balance between passion and caution. Living where the mountains meet the big sky, the 406 life is balanced and real. Visit farm406.com to learn more. Uh, One of the other entry points for this... And is that you are going to be inducted into the Montana Hall of Fame here soon. That That's coming up, right? Yeah, two weeks, the 9th of September. That's right. Okay, so that'll be the, the same day as, I think, the Grizz Round Ball Tournament uh, out at the, the Ranch Club. and uh, a football game night. Exactly. Hellgate versus yes. Sentinel, isn't it? Cross it is. town. Wow. Yes. So they're going to have all sorts of stuff going on. And then the following day, the Grizz play South Dakota, which will probably be their best non-conference game here uh, in Missoula. So first, congratulations. But what did you think when you heard about this? I was honestly really surprised. I had no idea that my name was even in the talking or in the running of this year. And so actually when Kent Haslam called and said, this is Kent Haslam, my heart sank because I'm like, what did TJ do? <laughs> what did TJ do, right? <laughs> so I was super excited, super stoked. I think it's just an honor and a privilege and uh, super excited to be a part of a great group of ladies and a great group of Hall of Famers in all sports. Well, Ann and I both went to Big Sky, and so I remember seeing uh, all your stuff from high school up on, uh, you know, in the awards and the Hall of Fame and all that, but you're also going in with one of my all-time favorite Grizz players. That's Thatcher Slay. He is such a throwback. That guy, I swear, he could live in, like, 
1890 and he would be just fine. He lives out in the middle of nowhere and he just, he does it, just lives off the land. I love that guy. It's been great getting to know him in my adult life because I idolized him as a kid, but uh, that should be fun. I mean, it's kind of an interesting experience to get remembered for something that happened so long ago, but also was such a huge part of your life, right? Yeah, for sure. It's, I keep saying those memories are so fond and what I wouldn't do to be in that good of shape again. Right. <laughs> 30 right? years True. later or almost 30 years later. Um, but yeah, just the friendships, the the family unit that it became and what the Lady Grizz are and what we have become because of that and the type of people that we've all become because of our coaching and our influences throughout being at the University of Montana and things like that is just just been a treasure to it's such formative years and I mean those years that you're in college sure. you make all these special relationships and it's funny when we get together I, I didn't get a chance to play with you but I watched a lot of your games but I feel like when Lady Grizz get together we talk more about the memories off the court because a lot of those, we're not talking about career highs necessarily when we're getting together, but the friendships are, are very much there. And you look at Robin Selvig being the center of that because we shared the same coaching staff. So a lot of our memories actually align. Absolutely. And I always thought that Rob did a great job of letting us balance actual college life mm -hmm. with being good, practice time, and focused on games and also school. And so I thought he just did a really nice job at balancing it. So we got a little bit of everything uh, to experience a little bit of everything that college is all about. Let's go back to your, your Big Sky days because uh, I've always said this, you know, Big Sky has had some struggles in, in sports in general uh, the last little while, but uh, Big Sky has had great sports tradition, particularly when it comes to women's sports and particularly in girls' basketball. And there's been some great players uh, throughout, you know, even the last couple generations that have come uh, out of Big Sky. But you, you guys were one of the, the first successful groups there when Big Sky was only, you know, 10 or 12 years old or whatever. Uh, so what do you remember about that time? Who, who was your coach back then? So our coach was Ben Demers. Okay, yeah. Um, and who's a former Grizz player? Former Grizz player. Mr. McEnany was my first year. Yeah, yeah. And then my sophomore year, um, Ben Demers came in. And it was just a great group of women athletes. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to probably... Very elite. Very elite group. Yeah. And I'll probably get it wrong, but I think seven, six or seven went division, some sort of college totally. basketball or volleyball that played on the team throughout those uh, years of my junior and senior years. So it was stacked with a lot of talent. And I think this, it carried on to the university because Trish, both Trish and Kelly came sure. along. Uh, but we just had a group and like Kelly, I'll call her out specifically. She was a point guard. Which Kelly was, Pilcher we're talking about yep. here. Yep. And she was just a point guard that didn't really care about her scoring. She cared more about her assists than she did how many points she scored. So she was all about trying to get the ball. And I've said since the day that I left the University of Montana, I would have never been the type of player that I was if Kelly wasn't my point guard making sure I got the ball. Because she was rooting for me to score and her to get an assist as much as anything over her scoring. And Trish Deuce, you mentioned as well. I mean, I, I yeah. guess uh, Trish Olson back then, she's actually my neighbor growing up, and uh, I loved her dad. I used to always go sell him the gift wrap. He would always say yes. <laughs> uh, what uh, is there anything you can point to, though, why there was so much success? Was it something with the youth program coming up, or why? I mean, how did, or is it just totally coincidence the Big Sky had all these great girl athletes at that time? I almost want to say it's coincidence, because back then you couldn't 
decide what high school you went to. No, you totally. went to what high school yep. you, you wherever lived you lived. There weren't the youth programs. Sure. There was YMCA basketball and Kiwanis, you know, and if you played at the school in the middle school, you didn't play Kiwanis. So it was never really um, anything. I think it just was like good luck that we all were Big Sky girls and we all went to Big Sky and we all liked the sport and then I think we just all got along so well that just makes a lot a, a lot more fun when you have a lot of team camaraderie and you really enjoy the people you play with. Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops, Krista Redpath co-hosting with me, Coulter Nuanas here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. This week, Around the Big Sky in Women's Hoops is presented by Farm 406. You can head to their website where you can see for yourself just how thorough and elaborate their science-backed processes are, visit farm406.com uh, to learn more. You were saying right before we came uh, on air, Anne, that you had you didn't actually really know that you were the Gatorade Player of the Year your senior year of high school, and but that it was cool what Big Sky has done. I know that they, they have a great booster club over there at Big Sky now that are really trying to revitalize their tradition at the school, and I've been trying to help them with that. Uh, my mother put in so much work building the initial Hall of Fame uh, years ago, but they they re-presented the Gatorade Player of the Year awards to the the gals that had won it, including yourself. Uh, I was in on helping present represent to Jocelyn Tinkle when she uh, re received her award. So I mean that that probably was a pretty cool moment there for you as well. But I mean, uh, maybe a, a long overdue remembrance of a, a great senior season. Yeah, I had. Um well, Gatorade Player of the Year is just such a big thing now, it seems like, especially sure. with the boys and their sports and things. They're like, who's Gatorade Player of the Year? I had literally forgot that there was Gatorade Player of the Year when I was there. So it was it was super neat. Um, I went through my mom's closet of all of my cherished stuff, and I was able to find my jacket that we got for the state championship for that and I actually still Super fit cool. it. I love it. <laughs> so I was able to wear it. That was pretty cool. And my boys wanted to know why I didn't get a ring. You know, these Sentinel boys get all these I know. big huge rings for winning state. Right, we and you were back to back. You yeah. were 88 and 89. Yeah. What? Come on. You got a pullover jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I know the kids, they do. They have these, I mean, they're like Super Bowl rings now. They are. Rajim Subrook, who co-hosts with me uh, for, uh, you know, pretty often, he's always wearing his Sentinel, Sentinel yeah. State Championship rings. So, so Anne, you said that you found that in your mom and dad's closet? Well, in at their house. Okay, they have I'd a whole it. list of, well, my letter jacket in which I think my mom unsewed everything, or if that's a word, took all the stuff off to try to give it to one of my sisters. Mm. But between myself and my sisters, it was the girls started wearing the leather mm -hmm. sleeves. Back when I was, the girls had all wool jackets, sure. yeah. not right. the leather sleeves. We, we need so to they didn't want it. <laughs> We need to give a shout out to your parents, though. Yeah. You know, I mean, I look at George and Joy. They were staples at all Big Sky and Grizz events. Your two sisters, you know, Holly and Heidi, your two brothers, Scott and Buck. I mean, you have a great family support system. And being able to stay in Missoula and have them watch you play. And they've since moved and come back or they've been gone at various times. But what was that like being able to have your family right there for your career? It was, um, it was awesome. And it actually was one of the biggest deciding factors when it came down to choosing to go to the University of Montana because my parents had been there through everything in high school and when it came down to making the real decision of going away somewhere mm -hmm. or not I'm like wow my parents aren't going to be able to come to my games right. and 
at, you know, and then home games, I would, like, until they got in the stands, um, I was always anxious until I could see them sitting in the stands and things. So um, that was a huge deciding factor for me there. And now, you know, 25, 30 years later, they don't miss any of the grandkids' things. They're going to all of them. They're traveling to the away games. They'll be headed to Billings with us tomorrow. And, uh, you know, they don't miss a Grizz game. So they're troopers, man. It's a family affair. There's a lake section. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Yes. So where are you in order of your siblings? I'm the second oldest, oldest girl. Okay. So you have an older brother. I have an older brother. So how much did that influence you? Because a lot of times having an older brother, you know, that makes you pretty good at sports, especially (laughs) if you're a gal playing with the boys. Yeah, he didn't play basketball. He was a wrestler, so mm. he played football and wrestled. So we didn't ever really play basketball. And he'll kill me for saying this, but my brothers are bookends, and they're 5'8 and 5'9, respectively. <laughs> they did not get the tall like you. And I'm the shortest of three girls. Right. I know, Hilarious. because Heidi and Holly are six feet, aren't they? Six, At least one six, and six, six, two? One and a half, I okay. think, yeah. Yes, and I played yeah. against them in okay. my high school years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Totally, around the big sky women's hoops, and Lake Roush joining us here. Uh, on Nuwana is now Krista Redpath uh, in studio as well. Uh, Krista, th- this is interesting because we've had uh, just one of your former teammates on, and that was Greta Koss. But Anne is just a couple grades older than you, so you were in high school when she was playing for Lady Grizz, and sometimes that's sort of an influencing factor, right? Because you were obviously following Montana and Montana State basketball at that time, trying to decide yes. where you were going to go. So what do you remember about kind of watching her and and uh, just kind of how that influenced you wanting to become a Lady Grizz? Well, I loved Anne. I wanted to be Anne, and we said that before the show. I, I, mean, I looked at her and thought, oh, my gosh, she's amazing out there. She's such a force um, down low. I mean, the way you would rebound and just you were agile under the hoop. Of course, I loved all that. I looked at her nails, her beautiful lipstick, all those things, and I'm like, she's the complete package. The I nails. just want to be She sent Anne. me a picture of you from the media guide and said, look at her nails. Look how great her nails are. I love it. And I had mine done every game because of Anne. <laughs> but it was a lot more than that. You can have great nails. You can wear lipstick. You can do all those things. And we were called the Barbie dolls of the big sky, but you have to go out and win. You got to go so win. we went out and we played really hard. So I don't want to take anything away from the way we played that's, on the court. That's the best part about that story, though, is when the, the other big sky teams would say that to you, you're like, okay, cool. Well, we beat you right? I mean, you just keep on winning. I don't know if people really understand the prominence of the Lady Grizz teams back when Anne played nationally. I mean, for her to spend 12 weeks her senior season in the consecutive top 25 in the AP poll is amazing. And going back and forth between Boise State and Montana, and Montana State also had a team. I mean, we have to talk about over in Bozeman. I don't necessarily want to bring up the tournament on the coin toss where you had to go to Bozeman, but we did go through that last week with Brooke the Thomas. The coin toss. Uh, Brooke, the infamous Brooke coin was, toss. was quite uh, eager to tell the story of right. the coin and, toss. And <laughs> Cass Bauer had an incredible career, so not taken away from that, but looking at the Lady Grizz and looking at that senior season with Boise State and those battles you had with Torolova and Bardova, the Bulgarians yeah. from Boise State, can you talk a little bit about that rivalry, Anne? Well, yeah, and it actually started, I think they got there my junior year, maybe. UC Santa Barbara transfer, right? was one. Okay. Yeah. And I can just remember we were playing in Boise State, and um, one of them was just grabbing my jersey. Every time I was cutting through the key, just grabbing my jersey, I couldn't move anywhere. So I said to Julie Epperly, I said, come down, set the screen of your life. She's going to run over you, but set the screen of your life. And she did. I ran shoulder to shoulder to Julie. She plowed Julie over. 
and um, of course got a foul, and then she uh, <clears throat> promptly got up and put her middle finger up and said, Lake, and <laughs> we said, is that the only English you know? <laughs> I love this. Well, I knew it was a battle out there. I knew it wasn't pretty. I mean, we yeah. can talk about our rivals all we want, but this one was yeah. definitely a very heated, I mean, you were playing in front of 11,588 fans in the pavilion it's in Boise. Now, yeah. Trisha Binford Bader, former yeah, Bader, was yeah. in that game. But I mean, we're talking about some major fan support at oh, Boise State sure. and Montana. Yeah. But that's a game where there's a lot of people tuning in. Yeah. And for some reason, Boise State, I, I just had their number. It's, I, you had amazing every time. Games. We would play them. I would play well for some reason. I can remember one game. I don't even remember. <clears throat> it was there. I don't remember what year, but I must have not had a very good first half because uh, I come in to go to the locker room at half, and Annette Roshlow's there. She grabs me, slams me up against the wall, and goes, do you know how many rebounds you have? She goes, two. That's it, two. Like, well, I'll tell you right okay. now, you had nine in the second half because you ended up that game with 11 rebounds and 21 points. So you absolutely yes. had amazing games, always double-doubles against Boise State. So I feel like I'm a little Anne obsessed yes. this past week. I loved in all of her, her statistical, uh, you know, games. But, I mean, that's what you did. Yeah. So you had, you know, you had Annette get after you, but you came out and had nine rebounds in that second half. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. More memories to come around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. A where are they now series and Lake Roush joining us in studio. Chris Redpath, our ho- our co-host throughout uh, this summer series. We do this the first forty five minutes to an hour of each uh, Thursday show. So thanks so much for tuning in here uh, on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Uh, Krista Ryan Holloway and Miller has been kind enough to help us highlight different uh, youth sports going ons in the community. So. Um, Ryan Holloway and Miller, your, your Montana attorneys, what, is we, what do we have this week to highlight? So I want to feature Gabe Ansa. Ansa, yes. yes. I, I, and he is just incredible. He's my son Oliver's trainer. See, Gabe of, is the man. So Gabe is my exact same high school class. So he was an exchange student from Ghana, and he came here. And, um, I mean, talk about a, a cultural experience. He moved from Ghana to Missoula, Montana. And uh, definitely uh, a learning experience for everybody, but... He has then stuck around in the community, and now here he is, and he's a trainer, and he's going to be an assistant coach for the Grizz soccer team. Gabe is one of the most wonderful guys in the world. I love Gabe. He makes me so happy every time I see him. Well, he has a really inspirational Instagram handle, um, 406AMCREW, and yep. he's been doing this for about 10 years. He posts something inspirational every single day. But he has a group of athletes. They could be former players, or maybe they're not even athletes, but they get together and train at 5 a.m. in the morning out at the peak. Anyone can join. So he's been doing it for about 10 straight years. But what I love is it's not about what time you show up. It's about showing up for yourself. And so what I love about his inspirational um, aspect and his um, just the way he goes about his training is just really motivational. So from my 12-year-old who struggles with motivation at times, and Gabe has just done such a phenomenal job. We should mention that his wife, Keisha, actually works for Paul Ryan, right. so Ryan Holloway and Miller, and she makes it all happen for him to even get to that 5 a.m. in the morning. So we got to give a, like, a wife shout out on the air because she She's pretty special. Uh, they are a great family, too. They're at all the Grizz and Lady Grizz games. I mean, they're they're everywhere, and they're just great people. Yeah, just a power couple. And so I want to recognize him as a community spotlight because if you are looking for a trainer, you could reach out to him. And the best way to reach him is the 406 AM Crew Insta handle. That's the best way to reach him. Thanks to Ryan Holloway and Miller for this week's Youth Sports Update. And thanks to Farm 406 for uh, their sponsorship this week of Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops. 
Where are they now? More with Ann Lake Roush right after this. Keep it right here. Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. You're looking at me like you know, I wasn't supposed to play country. I asked you what to play. You Anne said, likes country music. That's right. Oh, See? So exactly. I said that. I said pick yeah. something country that's for Anne. No, I just, we haven't played a lot of country. See, yeah. this, is my, this is my new deal. I'm moonlighting to try to get a gig as a, we, we have all the music demographics covered here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company, except country. And if my boss is listening right now, she's going to be telling me to shut my mouth because we don't have country and there's a reason why. But if we ever did... I'd love to host a little evening, you know, throwback country show. <laughs> Round the Big Sky Women's Hoops here on Nuana's Now. Thanks for hanging out with us here on your Thursday. This is our Where Are They Now series for the summer, and I guess now almost into the fall. The summer almost over, which means football uh, just right around the corner. About 15 minutes from now, speaking of football, Bryce Carver, the Hamilton High School head coach, will join us uh, here on Nuana's Now. But we are joined in studio, Chris Redpath, our co-host here on around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops, as well as Anne Lake Roush. She was the 1994 Big Sky Conference MVP for the Montana Lady Grizz. Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops this week, presented by Farm 406. Farm 406, a Missoula-based company and a leader in specialized research-driven extraction, purification, and scientific isolation. The team at Farm 406 is con- is uh, comprised of a trained culinary staff and experienced elevated green professionals curating and crafting truly unique products, offering an all-natural green experience owned by business leaders John and Colleen Powers. You can visit farm406.com to learn more. I know you have a connection to these uh, fine folks as well, so just tell us a little bit more about this, Krista. Well, John and Colleen Powers have just been business leaders in Missoula um, from founding the Ranch Club, um, also founders of Rumor Restaurant. They've just, they're very business savvy and just looking forward to their new endeavor, Farm 406, um, just staples in our community. And you will see John and Colleen at most Grizz events. They are out in the community. I know you know you see them, Anne, as well. And so I just hope that Missoula really gets behind Farm 406 and visits their location. It's actually in the rumor location. So if people are wondering where it is, they can stop by. And it uh, sounds like they have plentiful parking. Uh, they want you to know if you have rafts, RVs, bicycles, it's, it's easy to get there. So uh, go check them out there on 1851 Stevens Avenue right there uh, by rumor. A lot of free parking uh, available. 
And your, uh, we talked about your, your high school days a little bit, but I want to ask you about just the dynamic of staying in Missoula because it's only been a few uh, gals that played high school basketball in Missoula and then stayed and played college basketball for the Lady Grizz. So, uh, you know, there's sort of the notion that you need to leave if you want to come back or whatever. And I always tease my my family, like, I wish I wasn't from Missoula. I wish I was from, like, Shoto or something and then I could just move to Missoula because Missoula is where I want to live, obviously. Uh, but what was it like for you just as a Missoula gal who grew up around the Lady Grizz, watching Lady Grizz, and then, then playing for the Lady Grizz? It, it was fine for the most part, other than, um, you know, every time I seemed to get myself in trouble, somebody would venture down to my dad's office and let him know. So um, Everyone knew you, <laughs> yes. So they would uh, go ahead and tattle on me to my dad. So there was never hiding anything. But my parents were really good about just letting me be a college letting me be at college. And my last couple of years, I ended up going back home and living at home instead of paying rent and stuff. And so my, it, it ended up being fine. Um, and I actually wanted to leave Missoula as soon as I was done with college yeah. and go to the big city. But um, fate happened and I met my husband who is now my husband. And so I didn't, I never left. It's a great place to never leave. I'll tell you that. Well, being a Great Falls girl, I mean, I left Great Falls when I turned 18, yeah. came here to school, never went back. And I love Great Falls. I'm very proud to be from there. Totally. But there's something about Missoula. Oh, for sure. And the vibe here, and also professionally. I mean, Anne now, you know, obviously meets her husband, gets married, has two children, and has been a part of this community. For now, sure. Now, decided to invest in this community, and that's something that's also pretty special. You know, we term. talked about you as a, a sports mom, but what are you up to just in terms of what are you doing for a living? I mean, what, what have you been doing for work? So I do pharmaceutical sales. Oh, I've cool. been doing that for the last 20 years, or actually 22 years. It'll yeah. be, um, I've been with uh, AstraZeneca Pharmaceuticals in Missoula. So that's professional for me. Uh, the uh, there's, a, there's a distinct correlation between great athletes going and doing uh, sales, specifically medical, orthopedic. I have a lot of buddies that work for Stryker or that have done that. Why do you think that is? Is it because it's so competitive? Well, I think it's it, it definitely is competitive. Um, I think the draw to Montana for sure is it's a pretty darn good job right. uh, for Montana. Yeah. And it has allowed me to balance both a professional career and a family life. Uh, I've missed very few of my boys' things along the way. And um, that's been the huge benefit from it is it allows you to balance everything. How do you think your time with the Lady Grizz sets you up for that? Oh, I think it, it prepared you to be responsible. Yeah. Um, it prepared you, even at the Lady Grizz, you know, the coaches give you what they want you to work on and what you need to go do, but you need to go do that in the off season mm -hmm. or extra after practice and things like that. And so I think it just, it just sets you up to be a hard worker, be dependable and reliable um, because it's, it is like a team asset aspect. You have a partner that you're accountable to and, you know, you have goals that you want to set and those kind of things. So it is definitely very similar to sporting sports. Well, very cool. Uh, let's keep talking some of these old school Lady Grizz memories because I love this. Uh, there's one of the, the great things that Dahlberg Arena has is they have the framed team posters from uh, pretty much every team in the history of the school. And it's also it's this funny walking down and seeing 
you know, all the different iterations of Rob Selvig, you know, whatever hairdo he had, you know, it's a sort of a moment in time because he was there for 40 years. So a lot of different trends, a lot of different things. Or you things could say that, young Rob, older right. Rob. <laughs> that's right. And really old Rob. That's right. <laughs> Just but, turned seventy but, uh, last week. Well, I, don't, I don't know if I don't know if it was your junior or senior year, but there's the famous poster where every single gal is wearing their Montana letter jackets because I believe everyone, or maybe there was maybe one or two that weren't, but pretty much everybody on that team was from Montana. That's like the most iconic Lady Grizz poster that there is. And that was our senior year. And yeah. I guess that's like one of the things that I always say that I'm most proud of as Lady Grizz is because that is the same year that we were ranked. In the, the top NCAA, 25, The right? top 25 for yeah. 12 consecutive weeks. And every single person was from Montana. Right. No disrespect to anybody that's not from Montana whatsoever. But it it's just prideful when you come from Montana and you were able to put a whole group of Montana girls together and they were able to be that successful. It's just definitely rewarding. And it's one of the, you know, one of the things that I love to talk about when I talk about Lady Grizz is how we were all from Montana and how successful we were. So that year, you finished 25-5, and 17-0 and 0 in conference. That's pretty incredible. Unbelievable. But at one game I want to talk about specifically was the home NCAA game. So you won the Big Sky Conference. You're hosting a first-round NCAA game. I mean, that's huge. It's huge. Yeah. And Anne and her team beat UNLV, um, and that's just incredible. It was it's over. I mean, it was a sold-out crowd. So 7,000. 588 fans or something yeah. like that right around yeah, there. Yeah. Just a sold-out crowd yeah. in Dahlberg Arena. And I don't want to say it's the pinnacle of Lady Grizz because I think there were other sure. moments that were great, but can you talk about what that experience was like? It it was just awesome. When you run out in Dahlberg Arena and all of those fans are screaming and cheering for you, it just gives you this sense of energy and your adrenaline starts going in. You just feel like you kick it up two gears, not even to fifth gear, totally. like sixth gear. And, uh, you know, and that, I can't remember what we were seated that year, but um, I think we were actually anticipated to win that game. Uh, and to just go ahead and go do it, it was, it was awesome. There's definitely nothing like playing at Dahlberg Arena in a sold out crowd. And then you go to Stanford and you just lose by four. So that was a close, that was a heartbreaker. But you really matched up well with Stanford that year. We did. In fact, um, I believe it was Jamila Weidman who was hurt. Mm. And she was not predicted to play. And within the first 10 minutes of the game, she came in. Because I think they just were overlooking us. Thought they could rest her for a game. And um, we played our hearts out. And um, it it was... very sad when it ended. Do you still follow uh, girls and, and women's basketball? Yeah, I, I do a little bit. I don't have near as much time as I'd like to just sure. because of the boys. Yeah. Um, and getting to some, the Lady Grizz games and stuff has been difficult with the boys because they both played high school basketball totally. too. And so the games Always are... Always on Saturdays, you're yeah. on the game. And when they sure. moved them to 2 o'clock, it was really inconvenient for my schedule. No, totally. <laughs> right. When you do watch though, I mean, how do you think the game has changed? Does it look different to you than when you played? Well, it does because I was a forward, right. so I was a small small forward. I at now I don't think I could even begin to play forward with the um, you know the height of of girls now and the um, athleticism and things like that. I, I think that the game ha- it has grown, it's evolved, 
you know, I would have to be a guard, and God knows I couldn't shoot very well from the outside. So I beg to differ, Anne. I think you'd definitely find a place for yourself out on the floor. So the competitive nature, which we were talking about off yes, air, right. what's that like to step on the court and just have that competitiveness? And that's something that the Lady Grizz share, and especially the Lady Grizz from the old, is stepping on the court knowing that you wanted to win or were expecting to win every game, and that's something that I know I learned from you. Yeah, I think that, I mean, that, that's the thing that's always going to carry over is that intrinsic competitiveness and also the toughness. You know, I think that, you know, if you were to, if you were to play now, you would just learn how to shoot because you would know that that would be what the part of the game was, right? right? So it's just like, I mean, they say Michael Jordan couldn't play now because he couldn't shoot threes. It's like, come on, Michael Jordan would be the best three-point shooter in the NBA if that's what the, you know, the trend was uh, in basketball at the time. And Lake Roush joining us here on Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops, our Where Are They Now series. This week is presented... By Farm 406. Local or traveling through, Farm 406 is centrally located at 1851 Stevens Avenue here in Missoula with a lot of free parking. Whether it's rafts, RVs, or bicycles, there's an easy spot to come and go from. Park grudge, park glamour with a pinch of groovy. Farm 406 is your fine green spot to get lifted in Missoula. If you don't see them in your favorite dispensary in the state, ask them uh, to bring Farm 406 in. You can visit farm406.com. Uh, to learn more, just a couple more minutes here. When you first think of the Lady Grizz or when you first think of your time there, what's the first memory that comes to mind? Uh, I Well, I think my freshman year when, you know, we're, I left a big high school stud, right? Sure, right. You know, you walk in and you're like, hey, I'm here and I'm Ann Lake and I'm and then you learn really quick. <laughs> <laughs> that everybody's good, <laughs> that right? That everybody's good and get into practice and Rob would blow the whistle, stop, this isn't big sky basketball. And you suddenly learn that you are low man on the totem pole quite quickly. Certainly. And I think that was, like, in fun, the biggest adjustment for me. It's uh, eye-opening, isn't yeah, it? I it remember is. the same thing, because we're all fairly alpha female. For culture. sure. Or We've no all question. been the stud. And you no come question. In Especially and if you're from Montana, right? Because yeah. if you're from Montana, you were absolutely probably the star of your high school and probably one of the stars in the state if you're going to yeah. go Division One. Yes. And so you come in, and that is absolutely one of a few of my favorite, or like first memories, too, where I'm going, okay, this is going to be a long road here, <laughs> um, an uphill climb. So I think that's definitely a part of it. Well, we get you out of here on this because we, uh, we've asked every single former Lady Grizz that's joined us for this segment the same thing. What is your best or, or most indelible Robin Selvig memory? Or what saying do you have of <laughs> his oh, that oh rings boy. in your head? Oh, boy, Chris is, you know which one I'm going to say. Is, Don't I Chris, I'm going to let you say it. Krista's coaching now, so she she's yelling this oh at goodness, her team. No, now. just Rob lives in my head when I coach. It's, it comes out. You coached as well, Annie. So. so I did not actually hear this. I was on the court, but my t- teammates. Yeah. Um, and I was at the free throw line, and Rob turns around to everybody on the bunch and says, Everyone pray. <laughs> and I missed, and he stomps his foot, and he goes, not even God can help her. <laughs> that is just it's truly like amazing. It's like a classic Robin Selvig, yeah. um, but it's like what we, I mean, that is, you nailed it, Anna. You nailed it. Your delivery was perfect. <laughs> and yeah. then you ask him after the game, he's like, what? What? I, I didn't, didn't say, say that. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like he has an out-of-body experience. If only I could, we could see Coach Selvig just coach. Uh, one he might be more shaking time. his head right now because he's watching or listening. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he'll say I didn't do that. Rob, you're welcome in any time to have a retort. You can uh, you can always come defend yourself on the air uh, whenever you want. Open invitation, open seating. 
uh, for you. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, Chris Redpath, our co-host for this fine summer series, and Ann Lake Roush joining us uh, in studio. Krista, who do we have coming up next week? This is it. This is we it. Are, this is Anne the finale. Is our finale. And it, I love it couldn't it. be more perfect because she's going into the Hall of Fame. Two weeks from now. And I feel like she's joining incredible companies. Yep. We should mention some other former Lady Grizz that are in the Hall of Fame Cherie Bratt, Marty Leibenguth, Lisa McLeod Tinkle, Shannon Kate Schwain, Greta Kosbuehler, and Skyla Cisco. And when you look at that list, Coulter, and to think that Anne, it's just, it gives me the chills because it's really special. For sure. Um, these are the pioneers of our program. And to have Anne join the ranks is really special. Well, congratulations for that accolade. I'll tell you, best of luck uh, with that, but also in Billings on Friday. That'll be very fun for you. Uh, one last senior year for you. So that's kind of crazy to think about too, right? Uh, it's bittersweet. It's like you wish for this, but now I'm like, wait, let time slow down because what am I going to do next year when I don't have football to go to on Friday nights? Right, exactly. I mean, Kids big, home to bus around. Big Sky MVPs be damned. Getting two kids, two boys through high school is the greatest accomplishment, <laughs> right? Good job by you for that. Uh, and Lake Rush, you can find anything from this interview if you missed it. Uh, on the Nuanas Now podcast. Wonderful having you. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. How about some high school football? Bryce Carver, defending Class A state champion Hamilton Bronx. He's the head coach. He'll break it down as the title defense to, uh, begins down on the Bitterroot. That and more next. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. ESPN Radio. Back before Toby Keith was, uh, I don't know, what Toby Keith became. What's up, everybody? You want us now? ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. Thanks for hanging out with us uh, here on your Thursday. How about some high school football? Andrew Houghton's got some for us. And joining us now as we continue our look around the high school football landscape of Montana, it's Bryce Carver, the head coach of the defending Class A champions. The Hamilton Bronx, Bryce Carver and the Hamilton Bronx getting their 2022 season started on Thursday as they're playing at Corvallis. Coach, thank you so much for taking the time to come on with us today. Yeah, absolutely. So we can talk about this season, but I think the last time we caught up with you was going into the East-West Shrine game. I'm not sure if we've talked to you after that game. So what was that experience like? You know, it's such a fun, uh, fun week. Um, you know, it, besides football, it just, the game means a lot, you know, not only to myself, but to a lot of people on, uh, what it provides to, um, you know, some kids that need a little extra help and need some, need, need some benefits out of something. And I think the game, uh, you know, it's been going for so long does that. And I think it provides so much. So I, I know it's a football game, but I think just, you know, no matter what, or whatever the outcome is, it just, it's got such a better um, you know, better outcome for these kids in, in general. And it's just, it's just such a fun week. 
Yeah, what was it like coaching all of that talent in one place? I mean, guys who I'm sure you've played against and, and who you've heard about, Coach Carver was coaching the West Side at the East-West Shrine game earlier this summer. What was that What was that part of it like? Yeah, you know, when you get, uh, you know, 40 of the best players on this side of the state on one team, uh, you know, it's pretty, you feel pretty blessed that you get the opportunity to, to coach that much talent and that much skill. And, uh, you know, besides that, all every guy on our roster was just upstanding kids. And, uh, you know, we didn't have an issue all week. They were great leaders. And, and it was just overall really, really special to, to be able to grab that many guys and come together in a week. And, you know, we spend all day together and, um, when you got good guys, you know, off the field, it makes uh, it makes life on the field a lot easier. But it, it sure was a it was a lot of fun having um, that much talent. I mean, I think we had uh, oh, I don't even know over half or more of the roster was going on to play college football somewhere, and um, you know, about every other guy was going on to do something else. So a uh, lot, a lot of talent, and a lot of skill uh, among those forty guys we had. Well, other than that, what have you been getting up to this summer? Uh, you know, we, the Shrine game eats up a lot. And then, you know, when you get back, you got to try to try to catch up and get your own team rolling. So, uh, you know, once that happened, we got going with ourselves down here. And, uh, you know, pretty soon fall camp started. So I didn't really get much of a summer. and uh, but, but that's all right. It's the nature of the beast. And, and it's, I think it's why we, why we coach and love being around kids and love being around football. As Bryce Carver going into his sixth year as head coach of the Hamilton Bronx, and uh, he coached the, the West in the East-West Shrine game earlier this summer, but now looking to defend the Class A state football title that the Bronx won last fall. Coach, what's your mindset going into it with everything that you accomplished last year, and now you're the team that people are trying to knock off that perch? Yeah, you know, I think I said earlier, too, and I, and I told our kids this back, uh, you know, back in November, uh, December, when we started working out again in the weight room that, you know, it's going to be a whole different team for us. You know, whether we lost a lot of guys or didn't lose some guys, I mean, it just it's it's a different team. It's a different year. Everybody we play is going to have different kids. So, uh, you know, we're not really looking looking back to last year. You know, that was a that was a special year and a special moment when we, uh, you know, won in November. But it's time to for us to move on and um, you know refocus with this group of kids. And and I think we just have that goal that um, you know we're going to come and take each game. Uh, you know, one at a time and, uh, you know, not look ahead, not, not plan, plan goals of winning a state title. Cause I think you, you know, if you don't reach that goal, you uh, end up not feeling like you had a successful season, whether uh, your record reflects that or not. And so, uh, you know, we're just looking to, to get better every week, get better in practice and, and play our best football each week and take it week by week and, and see where we go from there. Yeah, and of course, the the big one that you have to replace up there is quarterback Tyson Rostad, who's now at Montana, one of the best players in the state last year. And I think between Tyson and his older brother Carson Rostad, it's it's been a while since you haven't had a Rostad on the roster. But how are you going to go about replacing a player who, um, you know, was so much of your offense last year? Yeah, you know, I think... uh you know, it's the same thing when Carson graduated and now when Tyson graduated, uh, you know, I, I felt those kids are kind of irreplaceable. You, you can't replace what, what they brought to our program, both on and off the field. And so, 
um, you know, you just got to try to get a guy ready to to work towards that goal. And and we've we've got a backup quarterback that's a junior now who's been our backup since a freshman, and obviously he had a great opportunity to learn from uh, learn from Tyson the last couple of years and and watch him. And um, he started you know at corner and wide receiver for us last year, and so. Uh, he, he's got game experience, and, he, and, and it's not like he's going to be fresh to the game of football and varsity football. So, you know, it's just going to be uh, him making the right decisions and uh, understanding, you know, the, the role of quarterback and, and what it takes. And, um, you know, I think just like Tyson did when he came in as a junior after following his brother, it might take a little bit just to learn. But, um, you know, I think if they continue to work hard and, and, and focus on their job, I, I think they, they can, uh, uh, you know, kind of reach reach some goals that we have for them. Yeah, and that's uh, Tyson Bowder you're talking about who's probably going to take over a quarterback? Uh, yeah, yep, Bowder, yep. Anybody else who um, has really caught your eye this summer or somebody who you think is going to be a, a player to watch this fall or anybody else who you're you're really going to be depending on this fall? Um, you know, we've the good thing about us, I know we lost, you know, Tyson in our center and, and another uh, running back and stuff, but um, overall we bring everybody else back on both sides of the ball. So, uh, you know, we've got a lot of guys that played – uh, uh, in that state title and on that team last year. You know, we started five sophomores on defense last year and uh, four sophomores on offense. So, um, you know, I think it's just a collective we're going to have to have to play like we like we did last year and pick up some of the slack. Maybe Tyson uh, Rostad left, you know. But, um, you know, we've got guys on both sides of the ball that were all state players. Uh, we return, um, you know, Liam O'Connell, a wide receiver linebacker. He was, he's been all state since his sophomore. Was the defensive MVP last year of the Western Conference. Um, and and so we we've got guys that have that have been all state guys that last year and the year before that are coming back. And um, I think just as a collective, we we've, we've got to play our style of football to to hopefully continue winning around here. That's Bryce Carver, head coach of the Hamilton Bronx, as they're looking to defend their Class A state title from a year ago, and that starts, you guys are at Corvallis on Thursday. How excited are you to be back on the sideline doing it again and and playing somebody else again? Yeah, really excited. I mean, you know, from our last game in November last year and then, you know, the Shrine game, and now we're back at it, I feel like I haven't really got, you know, much break from football, but that's a good thing. You don't like to get too far away from the game, and so... I am excited. I'm excited for our team. I think they've worked extremely hard, you know, starting in December in the weight room and, um, you know, this summer. And, uh, you know, it's just going to be a chance to go out and play again, play somebody else, uh, you know, and and get back into the excitement of competition. And, um, you know, that's always a great thing. And I think uh, not only, you know, myself, my staff and our kids, we're all excited about it. What are you expecting from that Corvallis team on Thursday? Yeah, you know, I think they're much improved from last year. I know they – you know, they, they had a new coach last year and lost lost some games and stuff. But, uh, you know, looking at their roster, they only lost a couple kids. And um, I think another year under a coach, uh, you know, that uh, you can get his system rolling, I, you know, I think is going to be good for them. I, I expect them to come out and, and play extremely hard. I mean, it's, uh, you know, we're only four miles away from each other. So, uh, you know, I think no matter what, we always get their best game and, and they're going to come out and play extremely hard against us on Thursday. And one more time, it's Bryce Carver, head coach of the Hamilton football program, down there in the Bitterroot, joining us after the Bronx went 11-0 and last year, took the Class A state title. Anything else that you're looking forward to about this season? I mean, what, what are you thinking about some of the other Class A teams in the state, maybe? What are you thinking about the level of competition this year? 
think when you look on the west side, you know, Columbia Falls and Dillon and Frenchtown are all going to be good. And then, uh, uh, you know, on the east side of the state, you got Billing Central and Lewistown and, and those guys too. So I think there's going to be a lot of uh, competition across the state this year. A lot of guys bring a, a lot of a lot of kids back. And so um, I think Class A is going to be pretty loaded this year, uh, you know, on these top-tier teams, and, and it's going to be a fun competition. Like we mentioned, Tyson and Carson Rostad now – both at Montana playing for the Grizz. How much are you going to be able to to watch the Grizz this fall? And are you looking forward to watching those guys play for for Bobby Houck? Yeah, you know, uh, I think it's a it's a special place, and they've got a a, a great staff. And um, you know, I, I'm excited to see what those guys do uh, up there. I think they both got great work ethic, and and they're both skilled players. So I think they're going to enjoy their time up at college, and uh, you know, hopefully get on the field here pretty soon. And and, and go show what they what they can do. Well, one more time, it's Coach Bryce Carver of Hamilton Football joining us uh, right before the Bronx are set to kick off their 2022 season, looking to defend their Class A state title that they won a year ago with an 11 and 0 record. Coach, thank you so much for your time. Good luck uh, again. The Bronx opening at Corvallis on Thursday night. Um, so good luck with that one, and we'll catch up with you throughout the season. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. We will have plenty of Bitterroot Valley coverage, football and otherwise, throughout the fall and this upcoming academic school year. Appreciate Bryce Carver for joining us, and thanks to Andrew Houghton for that great interview. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. Free beer and sandwiches, six-pack and a sandwich from Warden's Market. The chick who doesn't know sports, so plenty of laughs. And a little look at what's going on in high school football on the other side of the Continental Divide. Ian Laird, the voice of the Gallatin High School football team, well, join us as well. Jam-packed, hour number two. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.